0: Live from the Journeys Group studio, this is Taking Care of Business.
1: G'day, this is Tommy Pate.
0: And this is George Pate.
1: Taking Care of Business. Today, uh, let me see, it's the third week of September? Yep. Actually, September ends next week, so. Mm-hmm and i believe this week is the official beginning of august of august of, of autumn of fall
2: yeah uh, wednesday of this week uh september 21st was the or was or is according to on...
1: the calendar it's actually thursday the 22nd is it
2: the 22nd okay yeah. i thought it was the 21st that's quite all right so what is it the fall equinox is that right i don't know the yeah. au- autumnal equinox the fall equinox
1: yeah 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 so um yeah and i, I can't I, I can't well i guess it is cooling down some but it is the, a little uh, bit yeah it's starting to get dark at seven instead of at nine thirty, and so
2: well it's just and it's not quite it's not 800 degrees when it's eight o'clock in the morning yeah. which i can um yeah i can, uh, I can did you see
1: that. that the federal reserve board has announced that um um inflation is i mean <laughs> I'm having a hard time with my thoughts. <laughs> well, well, you're talking
2: about the Federal Reserve Board, so I can understand. Yeah.
1: Inflation is worse than they thought, and so they mm-hmm. are going to doing a. I know,
2: I know. You can't see me, but I'm just. I'm shocked. I mean, absolute. They're doing shock. a
1: three quarters of a point interest rate this month.
2: Okay, that would be the third time this year.
1: They're going to do another one day for the end of the year. They've announced.
2: Wow, it's almost like we. It's almost like we said that that should happen. Yeah,
1: and they've announced too that. Uh, they're going to keep interest rates higher much longer than they thought they were. <gasps> wow. Who would have thought? Yeah. You know, we, we, uh, saw a graph the other day that showed interest rates coming down again in January. Oh, crap. And they said not going to happen. So we're probably looking at prime being in the four to four and a half range
2: it's two and a half right now and they're you said they're doing two or three more before uh, we're doing at years?
1: least at least a point and a half and probably two and a quarter
2: all right so between four point two four and a quarter and four and a half prime that, by the, by that the time makes
1: that makes home mortgages between seven and eight percent that makes car loans closer to ten uh credit cards of course are already maxed out at 21 but uh oh, I, thought
2: they, I thought they were closer to 30 by now Yeah. Uh, I don't, know. I, yeah. I don't have to worry about that.
1: Yeah.
2: So at what point can I like apply to become part of the Federal Reserve Board? Because been, we've been saying this for months. At what point do you and I become eligible to be a well, part of that? Well,
1: uh, politically, we're not bound by any politics trying to make somebody look good when there's an outdoor disaster. Uh, the other thing then we'll get to the show the other thing i thought was absolutely hysterical you know martha vineyard about how to stroke over oh my lord open.
2: that was the funniest thing I, that the, one the, of the, the headlines
1: one of the headlines today is how proud they were of how compassionate
2: they were waving as they were leaving they that, were of how compassionate they were for,
1: for, for the citizens i mean for the immigrants that uh,
2: huh.
1: i almost I almost snorted Pepsi when they did that. I was laughing, so I was drinking Pepsi, and I almost laughed so hard at, at the, A, that they actually probably believed that. Oh, yeah. And, B, that the news proved
2: it. Yeah. Well, and and one more one more thing. I saw this morning, there was a, a headline talking about the, the upcoming midterm elections. Um, yeah, you know, and-
1: Biden's becoming, becoming more better liked, by the way. His <laughs> approval poll's up 10%.
2: <laughs> For what? I'm just telling what the news says. Oh, oh! It's, the news says it anyway. Um, but apparently, the 2024 Biden run is remain uh, quote remains to hasn't be seen. decided yet. But if he doesn't run, Gavin Newsom, the idiot governor of California, has said he will run. And I, I would like to see that so I can watch him watch him crash and burn.
1: I still think it's going to be Michelle Obama.
2: Oh, she might run too, but but uh, he, has, he no, and
1: the bad, she she'll win. That's the problem. Mm. We'd have another eight years of Obama. Mm. There's enough people that think Obama did a good anyway. My name is Tommy Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group.
2: I'm a, and I am George, I'm George Pate. I am a fi- financial advisor with the Journeys Group.
1: We are it. an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aiden, just outside of Greenville, North Carolina. Our phone number is 252-746-6785. Again, that's 252-746-6785. You can find us on the web at www. Dot the dot com. Again, www.thejourneysgroup.com dot com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that are regularly rotated. It has links to Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. It has uh, our schedule if you want to inform with us, contact information and whatnot. And it also has the podcast taking care of business archive there. And any new upcoming events, I think the next new event we have coming up is, are we doing the retirement seminar in Eatonton still? Or what do we decide to do about that? We,
2: we pushed it back a little bit. It'll be close, probably closer to the end of November, 1st of December. We're still trying to work out the the exact... Kings. And the then exact we have the Christmas
1: party in December.
2: Yeah. Great. All right. Anything else? Mm, I think we're, I think that's everything. All right. Today, we're going to talk
1: about... Um, and and what has precipitated this is again some of the radio advertisements I hear. The difference between a growth and an income portfolio, and when each one comes into play. All right. First of all, what's the difference? Um, again, what precipitated this is I hear a lot of ads lately from financial firms, not planners, because planners wouldn't do this, but from firms. Uh, advocating retirement income that you can't outlive, guaranteed retirement income that you can't out outlive, guaranteed protection from the stock market. And did I mention it has income that you can't, can't outlive. outlive? Yeah, yeah. guaranteed. Guaranteed yeah. income.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 All right. So, depending upon where you're at in life, your portfolio should be geared towards growth. Or gives your income. I, I shouldn't say depend upon where you're at in life, Depend upon what, what your goals are in life. All right. George is a ripe old age of twenty seven. Everything in his portfolio is designed towards growth. Because he's trying to take advantage of compound growth. <coughs> he's got another forty years to work, and so he doesn't need income right now. All right. I'm sixty two. Almost 63, as a <laughs> matter of fact. Uh, I'm beginning the transition from growth to income. Because in the very near future, the next two or three years, my active income is going to stop. And I'm going to be relying on the things I put in place to pay my wife and I's retirement. Now, what's the difference between the two portfolios? Let's talk about a growth portfolio. All right. A growth portfolio, typically a lot of stock, a lot of equities um very little bonds it's risky it's considered to be fairly high risk um it needs to be have at least 10 plus
2: years to grow and
1: i would say most of the time it's fairly liquid
2: yeah i mean i I, i'll tell you about my stuff because i can talk about my my own personal stuff without without violating any confidentiality like he said i'm i'm 100 geared towards growth right now um my portfolio is made up of uh, 70% stock and 30% cash and bonds. That's kind of that sweet spot of risk and reward. So it's, it's pretty wide open aggressive. Um, again, mostly stock, very, very little bonds. The bonds are there just to kind of round out the portfolio, but anyway, truly designed to be pretty wide open aggressive. Um, and the reason I'm comfortable being wide open aggressive is because I have no intention of taking this money for at least 10 years. My, my time horizon is much longer than that, but over the next 10 years, I do, I don't foresee myself taking any money out of this. Now, if I have to, that's, you know, it's fine. It's, it, it is, it is liquid. It's there. It's available. I have, um, I have my retirement accounts, you know, stuff with work, stuff I do on the side, but I've also got an account that is not retirement money. That's, that's non-qualified, not an IRA. And so it's a hundred percent liquid. I can get to it anytime I need to, if I need to an emergency or whatever. Um, but again, my time horizon is so long that I don't mind being wide open, aggressive. In a year like this year, I, I don't really care what the stock market's doing. Am I aware of it? Yeah, I'm aware of it, it may, and I'm, I'm not happy about it. But because my time horizon is so long, because I'm looking at least ten years out, this is nothing but a blip on the radar. Uh, it, it's it's a, a nasty blip. It's a big blip. Uh, it feels like to me when I look at it sometimes, but. It doesn't impact how I'm how I'm planning my investments. I haven't changed anything because again, I'm geared towards growth for the next thirty, forty years.
1: But here's why it's important to differentiate between a growth and an income investment. All right, again, I'm sixty two. I'll be sixty three in November. <coughs> if I was in a hundred percent growth portfolio, this What we've got going on right now would cause significant damage to my retirement.
2: You'd be in trouble, yeah. Yeah,
1: because I don't have time to rebuild the market losses. And regardless to who you're working with, unless it's the good Lord, you're going to have some market losses. So as you transition from growth to income, then you're coming out of the market more and more and more. Not completely, but you're coming out of the market more and more and more and working towards income, uh, uh, an income portfolio we typically see this and typically see this transition i've seen it in as little as five years from retirement i prefer we start doing it 10 years from retirement all right so when i was 55 i started like george i had a 70 30 portfolio seven percent stock thirty percent cash month or right, when i was 55 i started moving things out more towards uh, uh, to do things to protect the portfolio in the event of a, an event like we're having right now. <coughs> Excuse me. And also to um to gear the portfolio less growth, more income. All right. So what's the difference? All right. First of all, big thing. George is a 70-30. My most aggressive portfolio is now a 50-50. George has no... Um, income tools in his portfolio a portion of my portfolio is in an annuity now that's not always appropriate so don't don't i'm not advocating that for everybody but in my case it 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 worked nicely um at 62 i can look at my portfolio even after the last uh five or six months market hits that kind of thing and i have still have a, a good retirement income coming in when i turn 65 Why are we talking about this? Because we see so many times people come into our offices there in their late 50s, early 60s that still have a wide-open, aggressive portfolio. And events like we've had the last mm, seven months
2: hammer that. Um, And and they often put off retirement for – two or three years i mean mean, you know oftentimes what happens is you know if you if if you're in a wide open aggressive portfolio you have a year like this year you may have to push off your retirement two three four years just to let the portfolio recover Mm -hmm. from what from one year we we had a conversation with somebody not too long ago that said all right i've had this account with y'all for a few years why has it done so little and we said that's the power of one really bad year which is what we're and and that's it was kind of a a sobering reality now i mean we had him set up fine but for people that are wide open aggressive when they shouldn't be it's kind of a sobering reality how much damage one year can do if you're not careful
1: yeah now so the quite and first of all here, here here's the three concerns kind of this this brings up the vast majority of people we talk to initially have an idea how much they want to have income wise when they retire but they have no idea how much they need to generate that income. Number two, they don't have a mechanism in place to begin that transition to retirement. Now, if you've got a 401k, you've got a pension, that's certainly part of the puzzle. (coughs) Excuse me. But if you don't understand how that mechanism works, it ain't...
2: It's like you're flying blind. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, And number three is that they haven't sat down and said, this is what has to happen for me to be able to retire or they because have, they don't know what they want and they don't know how to get there yet.
2: So, or, or I was going to say, or they haven't considered, if I have a bad year right now, how would that impact my retirement down the road? They, they don't, they, they just, like I said, they're flying blind. They don't stop to consider, okay, how am I going to get to that magic number? And worst case scenario, if something happens, it, how will my portfolio be impacted and how can it recover? I
1: see, most people don't even have the magic number, so to speak. They don't know how much that they're going
2: to have to have. Well, when I say magic number, I mean the income. How are they going to get I'm to, I'm to that? I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> All right.
1: So, when do you make the tr- – okay, so when, when do you do this? Because, again, we see a lot of people that come in, and their portfolio is reflective of a 25-year-old, not a 55- to 60-year-old. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. I got a frog day. I've been drinking <laughs> coffee and water. I can't get rid of it. Um, <laughs> So – uh, you know beat a dead horse here when you make the transition again five to ten years out you start moving from a growth portfolio and we don't really go all income it's, it's more more of a uh, probably of a it's, hybrid portfolio. I, I,
2: I, I was, was going to say we we definitely have uh more of a hybrid because you never want to be a hundred percent into an income portfolio where as we talked about that guaranteed income you can't outlive. You always want to have some portion of your portfolio that is set aside for growth. Now, growth for you looks very different than growth for me. You know, growth for you is a 50-50 mixture. Growth for me is a 70-30. So you always he, want to. When he says you, he's referring to me. He's, yeah, 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 not, not the audience. He's pointing to me and, and, uh, the, the cameras on yeah, the, the ca- microphones the cam- are, yeah, the cameras, cameras the I'm not sorry. working today. Sorry, my hand was below the camera on the microphone, but, um, Helen <laughs> Keller. But anyway, you always want to have, uh, kind of a a hybrid model is the best model because you always want to have some investment that is designed to grow to outpace inflation and then you always want to have some that's producing an income sometimes they're the same investment i mean oftentimes Mm -hmm. they're the same investment Um, but sometimes they can be different
1: now those of you that have not that are in your 50s uh, and have not had a change in your portfolio in the last 10 or 15 years um if you're doing it if you're self-managing, it's time to start managing. <laughs> yeah. If you're paying somebody to manage it, they're doing you a disservice. Uh, because in the 50s, uh, assuming you retire in your 60s, is the transition. Uh, and, again, this is why it's so important, and we say this every show, so important to have a plan. Not a stock portfolio, not a somebody giving you advice on what to buy, but a plan because the financial plan dictates when you start this transition, how this transition works, and how long the transition takes. And it's all geared towards giving you that retirement income that you want. And, again, we see so many people that come into our offices, and uh, they've got a really good portfolio in terms of – I mean, they've got a lot of assets. But nothing is set up uh, to retire on. Nothing. Nothing. Um, and I don't care if you've got $3 million worth of assets, uh, if they're all growth right now, then, um, and $3 million would kick out approximately $150,000 a year of income and your three million is down to two and a half million. Now you just cost yourself $25,000 of retirement income all because you 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 had you, no one told you to move less growth more income um i mean i just it, it's one of my pet peeves uh, because people don't get the advice that they need so how do you know if you're one of those people all right are you 10 years out from retirement if so you're one of those people
2: yeah it's if, if you're at that point it's time to it's time to take a good hard look at your portfolio and again say have i like you said have i made a change recently if not probably time to make a change all right and then again consider the worst case scenario if we have another year like this year how will my how will my portfolio be impacted and how would that impact my retirement and y'all sort of say
1: ad nauseum on the uh, on this show that if you've got a good financial plan, uh, a year like this year is nothing more than a, than a, a pain in the tail. Up on the road, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, if you're 10 years out, you're one of those people. Number two, um, if you're 10 years out, has anyone looked at your portfolio, including yourself, and seen in its current setup, what kind of income is it going to kick out? Number three. Has anyone helped you figure out how much retirement income you want? And really, it's as simple as sitting down with your partner, your spouse, and saying, this is what we want when, when we retire.
2: Yeah, I don't think anybody can really help you come to that number besides besides you yeah. and your family. That's Because there, there is no right or wrong answer. But you got to have a number on paper because if you don't have a number on paper, again, you're flying blind. You have no idea what your target is. Your target number of assets is and and or okay if if you don't know how much income you want uh we can't you can't do any planning you can't you can't do any retirement planning because that's that's where it's that's where it all starts now
1: if you are saying to yourself right now i'm not sure if my in my portfolio is income or not then it's probably not yeah and it's time to come in and talk to us yeah uh give us a call at two five two Seven four six six seven eight five again two five two, seven four six six seven eight five. If you're ten years out from retirement, it is time to get serious about it and and start. Not just the transition to income, but the transition to being a little little more defensive about what you have so that a bad year like this doesn't happen.
2: Kind of circling the wagon. <clears throat> you kind of want to be circling the wagons about 10 years out. To, to uh, You don't want to go so conservative that you're not going to grow, but you want to focus more on conserving the bulk of what you have and growing a little bit. Yeah.
1: Let's Again, let's talk about my situation because you can't violate any laws.
2: FIPA, as we call it.
1: Yeah. Um, which is our financial version of HIPAA. HIPAA yeah. Yeah. Um, is my portfolio gone down the last seven months? Yes. Has it impacted my retirement income? Yes. Has it impacted my retirement income to the extent that I'm below the number that I want? No. And that's the difference. Uh, I'm not telling you that if you transition properly to an income portfolio that you're bulletproof and nothing can go wrong. Yes, your assets will still go down, although not as much is probably down 20%. I'm probably down 8%. Um, but the fact that my assets are down 8%, uh, it does affect my income. But it doesn't affect my income to the point where I'm below that magic number that I want to have when I
2: retire. Yeah, because about five or six years ago, again, way ahead of time, you took some steps, moved some things around, uh, moved into some other investments. To protect part of your assets from this sort of thing happening so that regardless of the the type of investments we're talking about, regardless of what happens with the market with this year, part of your assets are protected and and you were able to hit that magic number with the stock market just being eh. You didn't, yeah. you didn't have to hit a home run. You can go for singles and doubles. If
1: I lost every penny I had in the stock market, God forbid, but if I lost every penny I had in the stock market, I've got other things in place that would guarantee my wife and I would, would be able to live fine. We wouldn't be able to live extravagantly, but we'd be able to live okay.
2: You'd be able to keep lights on, food on the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I wouldn't have to eat the dog or anything. Um, so if you're one of those people, that if you're thinking right now, I wonder if I'm in that situation. You probably are. Uh, if you're in your 50s, you're certainly approaching that. Uh, if you call your financial person, he or she says, oh, you don't worry. Well, your stocks are doing fine. Uh, that is not a plan. That's a portfolio. Uh, so give us a call, 252-746-6785. Let's take a look at what you got. It may be perfect, or it may need to be tweaked, or at the very least, let's at least figure out what you need to be able to retire as george said when you're flying blind one of two things is going to happen you're either going to run to the cliff or you're going to miss the airport neither one, neither is, one good. is good yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah it's going to be like what the feds are doing right now you're trying to get a safe landing and it ain't
2: happening no yeah it's it, um, and, um and it's something that's too easy to to take care of and too easy to fix to not do it uh, i mean yeah it's it's not not fun it's a little bit boring but it, it is what what is uh what's more painful sitting down and thinking about this stuff or not being able to retire because you didn't bother taking a look at this stuff? I, I can tell you my situation
1: again, being able to
2: now I mean I don't like
1: the markets down, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I don't like my portfolio being down, I don't have, like having less assets, but it's incredibly comforting to go, yeah, well, I'm still oh, retiring. Uh, yeah, and this is aggravating, and uh, gee, instead of buying a um a double cheeseburger. If this keeps up, I'm only going to be able to buy a cheeseburger. I mean, I, I, that's, that's kind of where it is. And folks, don't get me wrong. I am not tremendously wealthy. There's nothing special about me. I don't have, I haven't inherited any money, but I have played by the rules. And, uh, the reason why my situation is, is as good as it is one, because the good Lord, but two, because I did make that transition. I did begin to move to inflation. I did prepare for, uh, for a year like this because, hopefully before i die i hope i live long enough there'll be another year like this this is just common common stuff Uh, yeah
2: this is like we've said before we're going to have years like this this is this is normal this just feels worse because we hadn't had one but this is nothing if you have planned appropriately and you're positioned appropriately this is this year is nothing to worry about yeah I, i worry more about um the emotional impact
1: on clients even though we got good clients and we have lots of conversations with them a down market bothers me worse because of how it affects their, um,
2: their, mentality. their mental state. Yeah. yeah their mental yeah, state. Yeah. Cause
1: people that are retired with us are still retired. Yeah. People that were going to retire are on track to retire. Uh, they ain't nobody out there as far as I know work with the journeys group that's had their, uh, financial rowboat turned over. Um, if you can't say that or if you're not sure. Time to give us a call. All right. Uh, again, those of you that are working with stockbrokers, you this kind of um, uh, year is disastrous. Those of you that have nothing but uh, income, you can't outlive. Uh, you might not outlive it, but it's not going to be enough one day because there has absolutely zero growth once the income stream turns on. Somewhere in the middle of what I just described, those two events is where you need to be. And if you're not sure, give us a holler. Uh, next week we are going to talk about the worst client I've ever had. <laughs> and I'm going to describe him. He's, he's given me permission. I'm going to describe him in excruciating, obviously anonymous, describe him in excruciating detail. And I'm going to bet that every one of you that listens, all both of you, <laughs> here's some characteristics of the worst client that you have and um so uh, I, you're gonna be able to hear and go mm, that's me perhaps i should do something <laughs> differently I don't know, yeah.
2: it should be a good show i'm, I'm looking forward to that yeah one. yeah yeah i don't know he's gonna <laughs> like it but everybody
1: else is well i hear the music in my ears we need to get out of here i appreciate you letting us spend some time with you today hope you have a great rest, rest of the day look forward to visiting with you next week this is tommy pate and this is george pate Take taking care, care of too. business